Hi, I am Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome to our show today. Thank you for being here. I just love sharing these beautiful readings with you and these life experiences and helping you really develop your own spiritual path, your own intuitive journey. I'm just really passionate about you living fully alive, embracing and encompassing all of you. So in that thread, I've created a free mini course called The Intuitive Soul Awakening. And there's three hours of teaching, there's ceremony, there's ritual, there's inquiry, all designed to help you along your intuitive path and to really know yourself at these deeper levels that allow for spirit to connect with you, for your spirit guides to get closer. And just to embrace all the magic that you are, everything about yourself is valuable. You are a miracle in a body, and I'm celebrating you for being here and being on this journey. So our call today, Gina is calling in wanting to understand her spiritual gifts and how she can utilize them more. And it's really incredible. One of the things we actually talk about is how her personal growth work, her creating sobriety in her life has really heightened her spiritual experience and she's waking up at this rapid rate. And this is what I really love and want to encourage in you that as you stop numbing, as you stop turning away from yourself, as you really start to nurture the truth of who you are, that the unseen world becomes more seen, becomes more tangible, comes rushing in to love you. So this beautiful reading takes us on a journey where we look at how we are all born with intuitive gifts. It's part of your soul. They just get covered up with all the things that happen to us. And we look at the four main gifts that we all have. We talk about playing small, versus claiming the life that you claim here to live and stepping boldly into it. I talk about some tips and tools for practicing and developing your intuition. We'll look at the importance of play and curiosity as you uncover and connect with your intuition and how when you take the time to turn towards yourself, your conditioning and understand who you are truly, that this is how your spirit guides can step closer and Your intuitive capabilities strengthen in this place. It's just part of the process. We're here to evolve and to understand and know ourselves. And so when we do have the courage to do that, it opens up portals for us. So we also talk about asking your soul family and unseen support for help during this time as you're developing, as you're walking on this path, that they're here with you to be in this experience together. And we also look at one of my favorites and one I talk about a lot, but how accessing spiritual information 
takes energy from your physical body and just how important it is that you have practices that nurture this beautiful vessel, this temple that we live inside of, and that how we get to know it is essentially the vehicle, the vessel to understand the spiritual realms even more deeply. So my loves, enjoy my call with Gina. I love you. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi, Sarah. Yes, I would love for you to just give me some discernment about spiritual gifts. And if I actually have any spiritual gifts or abilities that possibly can contribute to the world, and how can I best utilize them? (laughs) I love this. Thank you. So before I read the info, just saying that everybody is born intuitive. Like we all have these capacities and capabilities. They just get covered up through our life, through our conditioning, through the events that happen to us. And what I experience life to be is a developing of these, a coming back to ourselves so that we can uncover them again. And as I feel into you, I feel a lot of angel energy And I see these really big, beautiful wings on the back of you that are open and they're doing an interesting thing. They want to open and yet they appear scared to open as in, oh, don't get too big, Gina. You might upset people like just let's stay in this right size rather than you really allowing yourself to expand into the full capacity and capability that you possess. So what comes up when I say that? A warm feeling everywhere, first off. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I was like, it was like, I felt like a warm sensation all over my body when you were saying that. And yes, you're absolutely right. I do hold myself back from big opportunities. I do have a little bit of that negative talk like, oh, it's going to be too much for you. Or no, you're not wanting to do that because you're fearful of success, you know? (laughs) So I'm getting all of these things in my head, but you're absolutely right. Like I should be opening up into expansiveness and then just spread those wings and fly. (laughs) Yeah, it's there for you. And Your question is around spiritual gifts. So there's four main gifts, clear knowing, seeing, hearing, and feeling. And when I connect in with those for you, I get a lot of sensation in my head in the way that like knowing that information comes into you through the sensory perception of knowing. So how do you relate to that currently as far as being intuitive, how you perceive your spiritual gifts? Yes. So I do get fed a lot of information, whatever I'm seeking for any information, whether it's about the world, whether it's about a person, about a subject. If I seek something, it comes to me (laughs) and then I have that knowledge within me. But what I'm experiencing is a little bit of also like hearing and also definitely feeling like I definitely can feel and sense people's energies because then I kind of take them on. Like if, for example, if my husband comes in kind of like frustrated from work or I feel that I'm like, are you okay today? Like you didn't have to say anything. Like I asked, are you okay today? And so I see that I'm getting these gifts, but I just don't know what to do with them. (laughs) 
Yeah. So as you're opening up, right, you're on this spiritual journey, you're claiming more of your life and more of yourself in your environment and in your world, things are going to open up and there's the need to practice. It's like learning a new language. So we have these gifts, we have them inside us, we have the ability to hear, to feel, to know the way that you are and to see. And just like learning anything new, we get to cultivate them, we get to play with them, to practice, to sort of, I get this idea of like taking them out for a little walk around the block and seeing what you can do and then kind of coming back and then, okay, this time I'm going to go a little further. Maybe I'll go to the park and then coming back. And it's this idea of just really practicing and letting yourself play inside of these experiences. So using your husband as the example, he walks in and you feel You can feel what he's feeling. You have these sensations. There's an opportunity for you to practice in there before you ask him, is everything okay? Play with it. See what you intuit. See what words you hear. What do you know? What is that feeling? And use it as a way to practice. And then you can go and check in with him and he can tell you. And it's a way for you to build that muscle. That makes sense. Yes. And I also have been doing a lot more of meditation. I was doing a lot of breathing, but now I'm kind of like focusing on how to access my own Akashic records. And this is something that's new to me and I'm learning about, but I just looked on YouTube and try to find this like guided meditation that will help me access that. And it's very interesting because I mean, it takes time and I really have to be like in a deep state of like bliss and just quietness and be still. And then I'm able to kind of see visions because I would ask like about my past life or what wisdom do I need to have in this current time? But I get like images, right? So it's interesting because I'm going to use an example of, (laughs) okay, so I had an image of me as a little girl, but in a cartoon character form, which was interesting. I'm like, where is this coming from? (laughs) But happy, very happy. And then I was playing with those little like download avatar things you have on like those apps. And then sure enough comes up is that same picture of that little girl. And it was not even the same day. It was the next day. And I was like, whoa, okay, something's going on here. Like I was, why would I even think of a cartoon character of a little girl? But then I saw that and I'm like, oh my goodness, something's working. Am I, <laughs> am I actually able to then like see kind of a little bit of my future. So it was very interesting, like you said, like playing with it. And I, that's what I was doing. It's like, oh, this is fun kind of. And so I've been making it like a practice even in nighttime. And I tell my husband, I'm going to go ahead and do my meditation because we'll breathe together. But then he's already snoring afterward. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I'll just sit with myself and then just meditate and listen with my headphones on just to relax and everything. And it's been great. I've been loving that. So yes, I definitely agree with you with the practicing. Yeah. And that is how it happens, right? You start to have these little experiences that punctuate what you think reality is. Mm -hmm. And it starts to lift the veil and lift the illusion that time is only linear and that we are individuals and separate. And then you have those experiences where you stepped outside of time and you saw tomorrow and you saw it in a way. I always find that my guides 
have a sense of humor, especially when I was learning, because they wanted to remind me that it's playful, that the way we access this information more easily is to have a real childlike magical quality as we're stepping into these realms. I used to get frustrated at myself that I couldn't see anything. And I quickly learned that that frustration was just taking me further away from what I was trying to do. So they oftentimes bring in these more playful things like the cartoon character example as a reminder that this gets to be easy and fun. It's not a have to. Yes. It's very interesting too, because I was starting to feel frustrated because I'm like, why is it sometimes that it works and I'm able to see things? And then sometimes there's nothing that comes up. I'm like, oh no, am I doing something wrong? <laughs> but I guess like you said, it's just like what you said, you know, I just have to be okay with just practicing and then whatever comes up is supposed to come up. But if it doesn't, then I guess it doesn't and not to get frustrated at myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're just learning, right? It's like the baby learning to walk. We don't get upset when he or she falls down. We encourage them to get back up and keep trying. Right. And so it's that energy, right? Bringing that nurturing, loving, encouragement energy as you practice. Yes. I love that. I found it really helpful to practice with someone else. I did a lot on my own, but I found that Intuiting information for another person is a really great way to practice. And it did exponentially change things for me once I sat with someone else and said, Hey, can I just practice this on you? And it was my mom, actually. And I could all of a sudden see all these things and was able to give her information that she then confirmed. And that was one of the first portals in. So as you've been practicing by yourself, you're building those muscles. And I would say the next step is find a friend, say, hey, can I practice (laughs) and do what we're doing here, right? Have her ask a question or him ask a question and then just go from there and see what happens. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm going to start doing that. And it's a funny story is that, so I married my husband in 2020, but when we were like dating in 2019 and he was telling me what he does because he's an engineer. I looked at him and I said, you know what? I see you as a manager. I don't see you just as an engineer. I see you having your own team. And, this. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no, no, no. That's not going to happen. But guess what? Right <laughs> right now, he's in this process of really wanting and going after a management position at his company that he's working for. And he's like, took the test, like a quality manager test, and passed us like a four-hour test. And he's doing all these things. And I'm just like, wow, just like one little thing that I had said. Like, I didn't see it. I didn't hear anything. I just... I sensed it. Yeah. And that's that gift of knowing. It can be one of the trickiest gifts Mm. because it's hard sometimes to distinguish, "Mm, is that a thought? Is that a feeling? Do I just know it? It's like one of the more intricate senses to develop because you really have to learn how to trust your mind in a way that it's not just your mind, (laughs) but that your mind became a conduit for information. And it's like you were saying, you're like, I didn't really hear it. I didn't really feel it. It's like, it's a very nuanced experience when it is a claircognizance is the, I don't know, technical word for it or clear knowing, but that 
really developing a relationship with your thoughts and your mind so that you can know and learn to trust when it is spiritual information or a download and to learn those nuances. It takes practice. It definitely does. And it wouldn't have worked because, you know, I used to be an alcoholic as I've already celebrated my six year anniversary a couple of days ago. So I'm excited mm, about celebrating that. you. <laughs> Thank you. And I was just realizing like back then, there'd be no way that I'd even tap into those gifts because they kind of like, I would say they would take away my senses, the alcohol, because it's numbing you. That's what it does and way worse things too. And as I have been sober minded and happier and building more self-confidence and just enjoying life now and not letting anything bother me anymore like it used to. And now I'm getting all these like downloads and information, just like, like, like all those years that I was drinking, all of a sudden I'm making up for those years. Like all of a sudden I'm like, wait, it's too much, but I can, I'm okay. I'm absorbing it and I'm embracing it. And I'm just actually really loving it. Yeah. And you can ask your guides for support. Like if it feels like it's a little too much, sometimes you can say, Hey, can you go a little easier on me today, please? Or can you hold my hand while I'm trying to understand what's happening to me right now? Like they're there for you. They're all around you. And part of their agreement with you here in a body on earth is that they're here to support this experience. Mm -hmm. So lean on them, ask them for support as you're navigating this. I definitely will. I need to, need to tap into my guides and like, yeah, I don't know who's guiding me. <laughs> maybe multiple, maybe ancestors, maybe like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's all of that, right? We have typically between four and seven guides. One of those being our main guide who is with us through our whole lifetime and possibly multiple lifetimes. And then we do, we have our ancestors, we have angels, we have different ascended masters, different hierarchies of beings that come in through different portions of our life. So what it's seeming like, sounding like, feeling to me is that you, with the drinking, you were holding all this off. It was there. And now that you have committed to you, to your spiritual path, to your growth, to your sobriety, they can come in more. They can access you. And I feel them all rushing in to love you like, yay, you did it. Congratulations. Like, here we are. Let's get going. <laughs> so it's just developing relationships with them. And I find through meditation, right, like what you're doing with your breathing, with your connecting in, this is the path. This is how you connect more with them. And what I've experienced too to share is that as much as going out, right, like spending this time going out to meet the people that are helping you, the truth of the journey is the internal one that you're on. And it's really uncovering, rediscovering, unearthing who's the true Gina underneath. Mm -hmm. And because of your commitment to that, this world is opening to you, right? The unseen world, the spiritual world. Yet it's really important that we remember that we're in a body. We came here to experience being in a body. And so as you access higher realms, as you connect more in with these gifts that are awakening in you, that you really claim your home inside you. 
that's some of why we see something sometimes and we don't see things other times. It's because it takes earthly power in order to run spiritual information and spiritual connection. So when we have enough life force, power inside our being, we can access the realms more easily. When we are tired, stressed, depleted, turning away from ourselves, we're not running enough chi or prana inside our beings to access spiritual information because it's a dimensional shift. It's a vibrational shift. And those things take energy. So cultivating your energy within your body as a human being is vitally important on the journey. I love that. Thank you so much for that. I felt that too in my heart. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's that real caring. And, and you have been, right? With stopping drinking, there's this turning towards and caring for your being. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, where would you like to go from here, my love? That's it. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> That's pretty much what I wanted to know. Like, how can I, you know, I guess a lot of self-love and then I guess that will just pour out naturally amongst everybody else and then the earth. Yeah. And they're bringing me back to your third eye. Like it's opening. There's a lot of sensation in my forehead and cultivating this knowing that you have and really following through, not second guessing yourself, but when you get those little intuitive hits and you're kind of looking around like, I don't even understand how I know this or why this feels like this is what I need to do. Trust yourself and take the step forward because it's in doing that, that you're going to build the relationship that you have with this part of yourself so that you're not second guessing, right? You're really trusting that inner wisdom that resides within you. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, my love. Does this feel like an okay place to land today? Because oh, yes. I feel it in my heart. So that's <laughs> there we go with the feelings again. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm trusting myself to say, yes, this is a great place to land. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.